If you are looking for even more help and guidance on your breakup, I have a few different options for you to take your healing to the next level. I have four different online courses depending on what stage of the breakup that you're in from beginning all the way into moving on after heartbreak, or you can bundle all of my courses together and use the code podcast to get $25 off my course bundle. I also have my 30 day no contact challenge to help hold you accountable in going no contact with your ex. And we have our free Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with other people going through breakups all over the world. To learn more about any of these resources, head to the show notes where you can learn more about my courses, take the quiz to figure out which course is best for you, or join the Facebook group. And don't forget to use the code PODCAST to get $25 off my course bundle. Welcome to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast with your host, Breakup Bestie, aka me, Kendra. Breakups are hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Each week, I will be taking you through a different topic as it relates to breaking up, healing from heartbreak, growing in your single life, dating, and getting back into happier and healthier relationships. The goal of this show is to provide support, hope, tips, and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Welcome back to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast. Today is another solo episode, and the topic is how to act as if while you're going through a breakup. One of the more common questions I have been getting recently, and I've been talking about this a lot on my Instagram, is, is it okay to still have hope? that you and your ex are going to get back together? Like, is that okay? And how long is it okay for? And my answer to that question is, is yes, it's completely okay to still have hope that you and your ex are going to get back together as long as you don't act on that hope. And then the question, the follow-up question that always comes is, what does that even mean, not acting on the hope? Another question that I get is, how do you accept the breakup. I don't want to accept this breakup, but I also want to move forward. I I mainly, it's not even that you want to move forward. Mainly it's you want to stop feeling this way that you're feeling right now of not being able to accept that the relationship is over, even though it was made abundantly clear to you that it was over. And so I tell people the best way to accept a breakup is act as if you've already accepted the breakup. So those two commonly asked questions are what led me to want to record today's episode is how do you act in a way that you're moving forward, even if your thoughts and your feelings have not caught up yet? That's essentially what this is. And this mainly will be helpful in helping you accept the breakup and helping you overcome the thoughts and feelings that you're dealing with, but still making progress in in moving forward. A lot of this, I mean, 99.9% of this stems from what I learned through getting sober in, in AA. This idea of acting as if, I think for a long time, I really believed that I had to control my thoughts and therefore that would help with my feelings and then then my actions would would follow that. So let's use the example of when I got sober. If I were to have waited until I truly 
wanted to get sober, wanted to go to AA meetings, wanted to go to treatment, and felt like that was the right idea, I would have had to wait a really long time. And there's a really good chance that I never would have taken that step. And this went for so many different things when when I got sober is, okay, you need to, in the beginning, you need to go to meetings almost every day or every day. You need to reach out to other people in the community. You need to make connections. You need to build a support system. There were just a lot of things that I had to do But I didn't necessarily feel like doing any of those things. I was feeling so insecure about myself. Physically, I wasn't feeling great. I definitely was not feeling my most confident self where I wanted to go out and meet new people and call people I didn't know very well on the phone and ask them how they were doing. There were just a lot of things that I just didn't feel like doing. And if I were to have let my thoughts and my feelings, be in charge of me getting sober, I would not be sober. I can tell you that 100% because I would have thoughts of, oh, I think I can go back to drinking again. I think I can try it again. My feelings would be, I I don't want to go to a meeting or I don't want to go to this social function where everyone's sober and I don't know anyone. That would not have allowed me to get sober. So there's this big thing in in the 12 steps in the community of of taking contrary action, acting as if, and one of my favorite things, and I'm not exactly sure how it's exactly said. I think people, you know, take different interpretations of it, but you can't think your way into better acting. You have to act your way into better thinking. So that means that we're not judged by our thoughts. We're not judged by our feelings. Thank God, because I'm sure, especially as you're navigating this breakup, the feelings and thoughts that you're having are not things that you necessarily feel particularly proud of. They don't feel very productive. You're probably having the feelings of, I'm never going to get over this. I'm never going to find someone else like my ex. I still miss my ex, even though I know they aren't good for me. I talk a lot about normalizing those different thoughts, and I'm glad to be able to do that. But I think even more so what's great is that's not – our thoughts are not what dictate our ability to heal. So fast forward two and a half years into my sobriety, I go through this breakup, absolutely devastating, and I applied so many of the same things that I learned when getting sober when I went through this breakup. And a lot of that was the contrary action – acting as if. So I didn't want to go no contact. I thought about texting my ex every day, multiple times a day, but I didn't act on it. I did other things. I distracted myself. I texted my friends instead. I wrote in my journal instead. And over time, by taking those actions, my thoughts and my feelings started changing. And that's what's that I think is so, so powerful is When we take the actions, the thoughts and feelings follow. If I told you to just stop thinking about your ex, if I just looked at someone and I said, in order to heal, you just have to stop thinking about your ex, you would feel so helpless, so out of control because we can't control our thoughts. We talk about that all the time of how you're going to think about your ex in your sleep. You can't can't stop your dreams from happening. Dreams about our ex are unfortunate, but they're really out of our control in a lot of ways. So the fact that there is something within your control 
that will start changing the way you feel. And I know you feel very helpless, very overwhelmed by the amount of feelings that you're having. You're heartbroken. You're going through a breakup. So the fact that there are actions that you can take that will over time change this pit in your stomach, I think is really a beautiful thing. And I think it's I, I'm much happier to be able to deliver a message of do these actions rather than telling people to just change the way that they're thinking. Because I remember, I think there was like this phase of these like motivational YouTube videos that I used to try to watch and they would, you know, say you have to be more grateful. And that's a great thought. You know, you have to change your perspective. You have to do all of these things. And I'm all about changing our perspective and, you know, flipping the script and all of those things. But I don't think you can change your thoughts without changing your actions. So in the example of you have to be more grateful. I totally agree. I am such a huge advocate of gratitude when, especially when going through something like a breakup, but you can't just start thinking in a more grateful way. I am a fan of writing gratitude lists and that, again, taking an action, acting as if you are a grateful person so much so that every day you have to write down five things you're grateful for that will start making you think and feel more grateful for your life. Things like no contact, yeah, you're not going to feel like going no contact. Your thoughts are going to be working against you. So it's just so important that you're mindful in the actions that you're taking. You can think all you want about texting your ex, but as long as you don't do it, over time, that's going to get so, so much easier. And so when I talk about this idea of, yes, you can have hope that your ex will come back, but just don't act on it, that's what I mean. What would it look like to act on waiting on your ex? Essentially, it would be doing nothing, taking no action, just sitting in your pain, waiting for that call from your ex. Just sitting in your misery, not processing it with your friends, not doing anything productive. You're not journaling. You're not probably not listening to a podcast like this because I'm very action oriented. You're just sitting around waiting for them to come back. That would be acting on the hope that your ex comes back. You are basically like, why would I move on? Because they're going to come back. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It is so important to share your thoughts and feelings while going through a breakup, especially if it's something you're feeling any guilt or shame around. I know whenever I'm struggling with a certain thought or situation and I keep it to myself, it gets heavier and heavier and feels harder and harder to manage. I truly believe we are as sick as our secrets. Therapy has always been a safe space for me to have a judgment-free zone to get things off my chest. Whether it's something from my past, a current struggle, or something I'm anxious about in the future, I always feel lighter when I'm able to share something that feels scary. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash heartbreak today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash heartbreak. If you are a listener of this podcast, you know I warn about how your phone can either be a great tool or a huge obstacle when it comes to getting over your breakup. Instead of spending time on your phone trying to figure out what your ex is up to, why not spend some time engaging in a super fun mystery game that will help take your mind off your breakup? 
June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. Each new scene takes you further through a thrilling murder mystery story that sets the main protagonist, June Parker, on a quest to solve the murder of her sister and uncover her family's many secrets. I am such a big mystery and puzzle fan, so this game has been so fun for me to get into. When I'm looking for a little escape from reality during the day or a way to relax that doesn't involve social media, it's been so fun to use my brain in a new way by diving into June's captivating quest and engaging my sense of observation to find the hidden clues. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. A question I get asked all the time is, is it normal for a breakup to feel more intense during my period? And the answer is yes. PMS is already so hard to deal with, and then you throw a breakup into that. And I know for me, PMS can make me feel anxious, exhausted, starving, and sad. Not a great combo. And that's why I love using and recommending Hormone Harmony by Happy Mammoth, which can make PMS easier to manage and has helped reduce those anxious feelings and low moods I experience around my period. And fun fact, a bottle is sold every 24 seconds. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens, which help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. Hormones can make us feel so out of whack, and I agree with the most commonly used phrase in their 17,000 reviews, which is that it does make you feel like yourself again. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code HEARTBREAK at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code HEARTBREAK for 15% off today. So that would be what I would recommend not to do. I think almost every single person going through a breakup has the thought, whether it's very prominent or in the back of their mind, that things will change and they'll be able to get back together. I think most people have that. So it's not uncommon and it's not bad. Here's what you could do instead. You wish your ex would come back. You wish circumstances would change. But you are still processing it honestly with friends, with a therapist, you are working on yourself actively. You are trying out new hobbies. You are moving your body. You are doing gratitude lists. You're journaling. You are taking an active role in your self-development, whether that's taking one of my courses or booking a solo trip, whatever that looks like for you in terms of, of actions to take during a breakup. That's amazing. And you still have the thought that you wish they would come back, but you decide, I don't want to feel like I'm fighting reality anymore, so I'm going to decide to move forward. And that's really powerful. And that's how things will change. And interestingly enough, if you do have hope that your ex is going to come back, you're going to be in such a better position if they were to come back, if you're moving forward rather than you're just sitting around waiting for them because you're going to feel anxious, you're going to feel resentful by just sitting around doing nothing. And that's why I always say, like, there's no harm in moving forward if your ex even were to come back into the picture. You're going to be in such a better position. And I've I made a video about this. The only time I've seen exes get back together successfully is because they both moved forward. They both did everything in their power to move on from the situation. And it just so happened that they their paths crossed again and it worked out. But I have never seen a couple get back together because one person sat around waiting for the other person. So for those of you who just feel stuck, I just feel stuck. I feel like I cannot 
get over my ex. I'm so stuck in the thought that we're going to get back together. I feel just paralyzed by the pain that I'm in. What can I do? And this is where I think acting as if can be super helpful. So if you're someone like that who just feels stuck and feels like you can't, either you can't do the things that you know would make you feel better, or there are some people who just are like, I don't want to move on. And I feel very stuck in that. And that's okay. I think it's great that you're being honest with yourself. What I would recommend is that you take out a piece of paper and you write down, how do you want to feel? I want to feel free. I want to feel peaceful. I want to feel secure within myself. I want to feel happy in my life without my ex. Write down all those things that that you would like to feel and really visualize what that would look like. And then the second part to that would be write down how you would act if you felt that way. If you felt peaceful about the breakup, how would you act? You probably wouldn't check your ex's social media every few hours. You wouldn't be going through old text messages that you guys had. You would be able to to focus on on your work. You would be able to go see friends without having to always talk about your ex. You would ask your other friends how they're doing. You would just go out and live your life, essentially. How would you act if you were happy about the breakup? You would be happy in your life and you would go out and have fun with your friends. You would have time to yourself and feel peaceful about that. How would you act if you felt secure within yourself? You would buy the clothes that you wanted to buy. You would go places that you really want to go. You would book a trip that you've been feeling weird about, whatever that looks like. And those are the kind of actions that you should be taking. Will they feel uncomfortable? Yeah, 100%. And you're not going to, the first time you put on like a cute outfit and, and get yourself, you know, ready to go out to a place you've been wanting to with your friends, you might feel weird about it. But the act of going and doing that, that's how your thoughts and your feelings will change. So how would you act if you didn't feel stuck in your breakup, essentially, and then start taking some of those actions? And unfortunately, you're going to have to work against your thoughts and your feelings. You're probably not going to feel like it. And you know that I I'm very big on honoring your feelings and validating your feelings. And this is not to say that you should just suppress your feelings. There is a time and a place with your journal, with a safe person that you can talk about how you're feeling and and not push those things to the side. But we can't live in our feelings all the time. It would just feel very paralyzing. You, you know, I say you would just turn into a puddle if you were processing and honoring your feelings all the time. There will be times where you have to say, okay, I, I don't feel like going out tonight. And that's what, you know, I always talk about making sure you're making lots of plans with your friends and you guys will tell me, I don't want to go. And I will tell you, I remember right after my breakup, I made tons of plans because I felt really uncomfortable. And then I remember before every single thing, I would be like, I don't want to go to this. I would sit in my car and say, I don't want to get out of my car. But I would go and do it. And I would feel so much better afterward. So just know that you're probably not going to feel like doing these things. Your 
thoughts might say things to you like, you don't know anyone here. This is going to be awkward. You're such a Debbie Downer. You're going to bring down the whole vibe of the event, whatever your thoughts are telling you. But again, those thoughts don't matter. Those thoughts aren't real. Those thoughts are not your authentic self. Those are the thoughts of a heartbroken part of you that is trying to work against you. All that you have to worry about is the actions that you're taking. So that's what I mean when I say act as if when you're going through the breakup. Take actions that are in line with someone who is healing. Even if you don't feel like you're healing, even if you feel like you're not making progress, even if you feel like I'm going to feel this way forever, even one thing a week to start. Start small. But if you've listened to enough of my podcast episodes, throughout all of them, if you've gone through my courses, I give so many different action-oriented things, whether that's a writing exercise, a, you know, a challenge to do on a weekend, whatever that is. Just pick one thing and say, I'm going to do that regardless of how I feel, regardless of what I'm thinking about. I'm just going to go ahead and do that. And then it's probably going to come with some discomfort. So maybe the next day I'm going to take out my journal and I'll write down about how I felt and I will validate my feelings and I will process through them. But it's really important that I take take those actions. And then I promise you, your thoughts and feelings will follow. I have dozens and dozens of messages from people especially in regards to no contact, who have said it was so hard. I didn't want to do it, but I did it. And I'm so glad I did because things got easier once I took the action and started doing it. And I I can assure you it's been like this for so many different areas of my life down to I'm not a very organized, super clean person, but I did not like the way that having a cluttered home made me feel. So I would say, okay, I'm going to tackle one drawer today. Even though I don't want to, I'm going to tackle one drawer. And that made me feel so good that then it became this habit that I was able to adopt. I think this is the most key thing to do if you're trying to form a new habit is just start doing it and notice how you feel afterwards. So that's my spiel on acting as if. I hope if you are someone who is worried about the thoughts that you're having about your ex, about wanting to get back together or anything like that, this can give you some peace around that, that again, you're not judged by your thoughts, you're judged by your actions. And if you're someone who's just feeling stuck and feels paralyzed in your heartbreak, that you feel some hope that you can just start taking little actions and slowly but surely you'll start feeling better. And I will see you guys back here again next week. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your breakup bestie where I'm sharing new content almost every day. To join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise.